Welcome to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner, a show about shifting our individual and collective beliefs on what is possible for the future of humanity. As our understanding of how our reality continues to shift, we are at a point of reunification between science and spirituality. What does the world look like when we break free from the generational trauma that has kept most humans playing small for thousands of years and step into our full power as the co-creators of this reality? I always ask that you keep an open mind with this podcast. Ask yourself what resonates with my truth at this time and what does not. Respect your intuition, but see if you can get through the whole show because there might be that little nugget buried deep in the conversation that unlocks something for you. Thanks again for joining me on Changing the Channel with Joe Garner. I am joined by Magiks Mahalal. She is a soul alignment spiritual guide and mentor and quantum leap expert. Thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. I'm excited to dive in. Yes, I'm very excited as well. So let's let's dive right in. Mm-hmm. Walk us through your spiritual awakening or have you always been connected? And what was that process like? Uh, maybe if you have any tips for people who are going through an awakening process, share you know your your experiences. Um. Well, I want to start with actually the last one, the tips, right? Because um, one of the things that actually comes to me, has been coming to me recently is like, I feel like in the awakening process, it's it goes by phases, right? And so to totally honor and understand where we're at, knowing that it's perfect. And what do I mean by that? I actually was born awakened. I have the memory, actually, my first memory as I opened my eyes in, as a baby, I, would, I saw who was carrying me. And as soon as I saw her, I saw her field all dirty and I started to clear her, her field, you know, I was like, and it's funny because I didn't get that confirmation until last year. And I was, oh yeah, I remember I like, I always had this and I had my intuition that it was my first memory until I started to talk to, with my mom last year. And she told me, it's like, yep, she was the first person that held you. And I was like, yeah, I remember. And so I've always had, and I have several memories throughout this life, like how I've been working with energy, how I've been, you know, just doing what I was called to do. And I feel like at some point also I dropped into the density. I was born in Peru, which um, it's as magical as it is, like any country. Like Peru, the land of the shamans. Um, so I have a lot of that in my energy. Um, it's very bad. It's like very, very, I think it's a second country to me. I relate to like how India has a lot of black. Like Peru is very similar, I would say, right after India. It's a lot of black, right? And a lot of disconnection, corruption, and whatnot. It's very, very dense, right? And so to me, in my journey at some point, and I, I feel like around my teenage years, I decided to drop into like the whole, you know, I gotta, gotta do, 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 do. And so while my gifts were, I'm going to say, open, I didn't grow in a household. I, I grew up in a Catholic household. So I didn't grow up in a household that encouraged or they didn't even know about gifts, right? And about the clerics and whatnot, right? And I, it wasn't until I 
consciously awoken um, about 10 years ago that all these memories started to come like throughout my journey of healing, right? I started to realize, oh, I've always had my gifts very online. Like my, my I remember my uh, university friends would call me the, the witch, the white witch, right? And would come and ask me, wait, are you checking on this? And I, you know, I was just doing these things without knowing that I was doing them. Right, like just being the psychic in the group and whatnot, and of course we would never use that word, right? And so I feel like again I went through this wave of like very much in the density when I came from Peru about twenty years ago. I was like, like very corporate, do do do, working eighty hours a week type thing, right? And when I went through my awakening, you know, I started to shed all that, and I you know, became, so it's kind of like I was very in the light, then drop into the density, come out of the light, right? And then about a couple of years ago, again, I drop into a density and it was, I'm going to say, I'm going to say from all my life is a Moses place that I've been where I, where I totally forgot magic uh, and then I'm coming out of it, right? And then, um, and so to me, what I recognize in that journey is again, it's not, we all talk about it, but again, we know this is a knowledge we don't embody this. It's not linear, right? It comes up and down and there is spaces and there is ins and outs and it seems like you're regressing, but it's not that. It's just part of the journey. And to me, if anything, what I've noticed is like when we awaken, um, first it's like, whoa, and then it's like, oh my God, right? All the healing and all the stuff that we need to face, the pain comes out, right? And as we start to heal, then we move into transformation and creation, and then we just get into like, and again, we can go in, in like, um, it's like going up the mountain, right? Like if you're going up the mountain, you always, it may seem like you're always seeing the same thing, but you're just higher and higher and higher, right? And so, and in terms of tips, what I was saying is like, in that awakening, I feel like we connect with the part that is easiest to us to navigate. And what do I mean by that? Like in my case, because I've been mainly, uh, my communication is through energy. I get all pretty much my first language is energy. And so my, when I awoken, my first transfer, my, my first understanding was through energy. Right. I signed up for a program. I didn't even know what energy was. I didn't know anything about coaches or personal level, nothing. I just heard abundance, blocked, and I was like, oh, I had a good life. And then I hop in and I little did I know what it would happen to me that it would like just awaken to my next level. All of my chakras and all of my stuff would come out. Right. And I started the journey of navigating, I'm going to say the five. Areas of transformation is what I've been going in the last 10 years, which is to me, the five areas is like uh, quantum, uh, which is the beyond, the energy, which is like our energetic body. Then we go emotional, physical, mental, right? And so for me, I went from energy to quantum, then emotions, then physical, and now I'm in the mindset part, right? Some people start with mindset. Some people start with emotions, right? Some people start with the body, yoga, whatnot, movement, right? And so we, when I say a step into what is easiest, 
And the important thing is that to keep going, right? Like, I feel like when we have a harder time, we go back to what is easiest. Like for me, it's energy, right? For some people go back to the yoga or mindset, right? But it's important to keep allowing the progress of exploring because ultimately to me, ascension is about our transformation of becoming who we truly are and creating in this world what we came here to create. Right. Yeah. And I like that you kind of, you take, uh, typically I've heard mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, and then you bring the quantum into it, which is beautiful. I love that as well. So, um, yeah, that was, that was kind of my, you know, my process, my progress was physical first and then came the mental and then came the spiritual and then came the emotional. The emotional was basically the last one for me. Um, I was a very unemotional being, especially in my teens, 20s, up until early into my 30s. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it, this emotional aspect of myself has come on board. And I've had to I've had to relearn how to do everything because, you know, now I'm viewing it through this emotional lens instead of just factual. This is this and this is that. And that's been a very interesting process. And then the last one for me uh, after that was the quantum, you know, mm. that understanding how the quantum world works and where we're moving in a quantum reality as we start to all understand what what quantum mechanics and what the science of consciousness is starting to tell us uh, again you know people like Joe Dispenza are, are sharing this kind of information about what what really happens in this quantum realm in this quantum reality that we're all experiencing um it's fascinating to see and I'm very excited for humanity because as we start to move into this this quantum consciousness, as we start to realize the multidimensionality of our physical existence, not just we're not just physical beings, we're not just energy beings, we're also spiritual beings. We're also beings that are connected to places that exist outside of time and space where where time is not linear anymore. Time is just um, every time, Every single uh, uh, timeline exists all at the same time, and we get to pick and choose which timeline that we're tuning into at every single moment of the day. And again, I think it basically is, is based off of your vibration. Where are you vibrating at? What is Are you in alignment uh, with your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual essence? And does that is that bringing you into a higher or lower state of being? I want to take a minute from the show to share how you can support changing the channel. This show is my passion project. And if you feel called to support, the best place to start is by subscribing and sharing the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Next would be to check out my website in the show notes, where you can become a VIP of the show and get exclusive content not available anywhere else. Finally, you can engage with the Q&A and polls to have direct say in the direction of the show. I am forever thankful for your support. And now back to the show. Yeah, I, I see it like each decision is like a key to a new timeline. It's like a key to a new portal, right? And yeah, and, and to me, again, playing so much because to me, the quantum is my day to day. I don't need a meditation to remember other lifetimes. Like I'm, I am very online. I get information from all my realities right now. Not all of them. I've learned to turn. It was very intense before. 
when I came into my conscious awakening, it was, I would be, be meditating, right? And I would be like, see like 20, 30 lifetimes in, the, in, the, in this, this timeline, and then, but also other dimensions. And then same thing when I, when I work with a group, I, uh, with a group of people, I get so much information. So in my journey, I have learned to like processes like, okay, so what is right now relevant? That's why some people sometimes comes to me. It's like, can you tell me what you see? I'm like, when people tell me that is like, is like asking me at night, look at the sky and tell me about the stars. And I'm like, <laughs> there's so many, there's trillions. What do you want me to look at? Right. Do you want me to look at Orion or do you want me to look at the Libra constellation or the Sirius constellation? What is it? Right. I receive a lot of information. So yeah, to me, the quantum is, is, is my, my regular. And then, um, that's why it's so easy for me to, um, do this work and it is in my world it has been more about tuning in to okay what is um what is affecting us because the thing is like as you mentioned as time is only relevant to this um i'm gonna say physical reality okay i don't use the word some people and i heard you understand it's like the 3d reality to me is like the physical world is happening all the way to the ninth dimensional frequency. We have a bot in this planet, at least I, I have information that and it could be, again, it's always expanding that we are going to have a body until we are vibrating at, at a eighth frequency, the eighth dimensional frequency. So to me, time it's relating to this reality in this planet. Right. And so while we're here, what is happening, right? It's, we are being influenced by other, and other experiences, right? They're anchoring our body. And so to me, this is what I support people. Like, you know, I feel like in this life, we're kind of like, what, what would be the word regurgitating or like just we're right now repeating lessons that we haven't wrapped up from other timelines and other lifetimes, right? And so in this consciousness is about like, if we have a block, you know, to whatever we want to create or whoever we are choosing to be, right? It's like, it's based on a, to me, belief is the tip of the iceberg. It's based on a more like an experience or a trauma or a programming, right? That we have created, it could be, it, we, that we have created from different timelines, right? But there is one specific time, um, again, in another lifetime or another timeline where that chart is so strong and it could be this life, but a lot of times what I've encountered is 98%, 99% is another lifetime that is like, it's been so strong and we're here repeating that just because again, we want to clear that, release that and get that lesson because ultimately that's why we choose experiences to just to learn something. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like because you have that that block or that uh, energetic pattern inside of you that you are naturally attracting that stuff to oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it is kind of like you're experiencing it in this lifetime, but because you're experiencing it in this lifetime or you are experiencing it in this lifetime because you have that pattern from other lifetimes, from other experiences, from other worlds that you've been on. Exactly. And this is why when people, people can, it's, that's the part that people can't understand. And uh, when they say, it's like, I don't understand, like we choose our reality, right? We create our reality. But how, the, but I don't believe that 
to the sense that kids having cancer or kids being raped or kids being kids being abused, right? And 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 this is the thing is um is challenging to step into that reality, to believe that. But again, it's like it's it's the soul journey. And ultimately, to me, it's very precious that we're here now in this in this space in consciousness where we are awakening, where we're raising our conscience to realize, okay, you know, as a soul, I chose that reality, right, of abuse. I mean, there is not a single person in the world that doesn't have trauma, right? Any kind of trauma, right? And so I chose that to go through that for a reason, right? And not, and, and sometimes it's as crazy as like, I, as a soul, I don't know what the density is like, right? I mentioned like a couple of years ago, like I decided I, I live in this, like I've all my life lived in this magical realm where things are just would come on flow and whatnot. And I remember even my mom helping me be aware a couple, four years ago, she's like, your life, she was staying with me for nine months and she was like, your life is very magical, like truly. And I was like, okay. Like, you know, the fish doesn't know that it's, swimming in the water, right? Until it's out, right? And at some point I decided like magic wasn't enough. And that's when I dropped into that density. And now I'm like, uh, this is what it's like truly be without magic. This is, I'm like, yeah, I'm complete with that. I'm going back to magic, right? Hmm. I'm going back to my regular world of like ease and flow and growth, right? And so anyways, to me, it's like, again, those at a, we choose at some level, right? We choose in some in some form. We choose the journeys, the the traumas, the experiences that we choose, right? For a reason, right? And then, so while it's challenging that as kids, we go through a lot. We chose it, and not because you know we hate ourselves, but it's just again, it's so weird for us to go through that density, right? That once we make it through, it's like, why did I choose that? I was crazy. Well, you didn't know any better. Right, you know, it's like let's say someone bring you a wasabi ice cream, and and someone tells you it's intense, it's spicy, but you just have no idea if you've never had wasabi. You're like, what are you talking about, right? Now you make me really curious, right? Like I really want to try it, right? And then you try it, and you're like, oh crap, right? So it's very much like that, right? And then when we get to the other side, like through the experience, and we realize, okay, I chose that, I got it. Now I get to release it. So again, that density, because every experience, right, it's held in our system, especially again, as you mentioned, you know, I've been in that journey with emotions to very unemotional, right? And so it's not like we're not feeling emotions. What we're doing in that journey of not feeling emotions, we are stashing it in our body, right? It's there. We're just not processing. It's like putting it in the, 14th subfloor of the building, right? We're going to just put it out down there so I don't feel it, right? And and then when we open up to that, you're like, oh my God, it's, it feels like thousands of years are coming out of emotions, right? Because that's what we've done, right? And so, again, to me, it's a process of like, when we get there, when we're waking up to all that and realize, okay, I'm ready to get the lesson and clear it out and let it out, like let it go. So I don't attract it anymore because I am truly complete with that lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely when you stuff it down, when you hide it away, that 
lesson now grows that that uh, whatever that emotion or whatever you're stuffing down that pattern, it starts to grow. It grows in the dark. It's like mold, you know, when you when you put it in the dark and you hide it away and it it has an opportunity to grow, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when you actually do face it, it it's gigantic. It, it sometimes seems unsurmountable. And then that's where you kind of get stuck in that pattern and you, you either have a choice. You, do you fight the dragon or do you try to get it back into its cave? And until you fight the dragon, until you, um, until you slay the dragon, until you become that dragon slayer, it's going to haunt you over and over and over again because it doesn't go away until you've gotten rid of it, until you've got it out of your body, until it's all the way out of your system. It's no longer an energetic part of who you truly are. Exactly, exactly. And it's, and it's a journey and it's a process. And to me, I love that, that you put it as a mold. And to make it, if it's okay with you, I would like to like really make it practical explanation so people get it. So let's say something happens when you're little, right? Let's say, uh, I'm never going to forget, I was once in this park, just like meditating and just journaling. And then I saw this little girl, you know, her dad was by the track. And they were, and she was in the parking lot, like riding her little bike, right? And her dad was on the phone, right? And the dad is kind of half pay attention, kind of not, right? And so she, I'm just watching this happening, and this, she, this little girl starts to pedal towards the main entrance of the parking lot, and there's a truck coming, right? Before that, the dad is saying, "Hey, hey, don't go there." And then he says it again, kind of more upset. And then the third time, and then by the fourth time, there's a truck coming. And he's on the phone, not really taking action. He's like, what I would call her is like, get out of the road, blah, 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 right? So that creates an impression of the girl. The little girl is standing with the truck in front of her, right? And there's no adults in her. She's not going to remember, like later on, she's not going to remember that that was there watching her. What she's going to remember the memory is the, per the peripheral of memory is that she was alone and the truck was about to get her. Right. And then, and then, but the girl is like, you're, do you're like not getting it. You're doing something wrong. Right. In danger. Right. And so that creates an impression. Let's say next day, a week later, another month, right? Something similar happens. Right. And then, so. All of a sudden, that same feeling that she's doing something wrong and she doesn't know what and she can't trust herself, it shows up, okay? So another experience and it shows up. So it's kind of like compounded, okay? So now it's two. And then again happens the next week and then happens at school. And so all of a sudden, it's like the same feeling with similar experiences is start to compound, right? And compounded emotions and then gets stored in the physical body, right? And energetically, you start that vibration from little it starts to grow because all of a sudden the mass is bigger, right? The mass of the emotions is bigger. And so eventually that creates a belief, right? And it, and it gets so big that it's a program. A program is this space where you want, you become aware. So that belief like, okay, I'm doing something wrong all the time. I don't know why I'm doing something wrong. I can't trust myself, right? And then again, you go navigate through life, go to school, to university, to work, whatever. I'm doing something wrong. I can't trust myself, right? And you keep messing up because, again, that be becomes a belief, right? And you don't know why or how, right? 
but also the, it repeats so much over and over that it becomes a program. That no matter, okay, now you're aware. Okay, I have this belief. I want to clear it. I want to rewire it. But, and then like you do it for a little while, but then it comes back, right? And then it comes back because there's a program. It's like, because our consciousness is like a computer, right? Like, right. like you can delete the file, but the, the uh, word is going to be there. Microsoft Word is going to be there. You can delete files, right? And that's a belief. You can delete the files, but the programming is there, right? And this is why you need to go deeper to really clear it. So you don't keep repeating that over and over. In, and it happens, let's say it happens at work, but then in your relationships, then in your finances, then with yourself, right? And this is, this is why there's a programming. And a lot of people, what they do is delete the files and address a belief, let's say, for business or for relationship. But they're not addressing the programming. And this is why this is the block, right? This is why keep it repeating. And then people get frustrated, but I'm doing my best. I'm trying. I'm doing this work. And because they're not addressing what really to the core, right? Which is the programming. And then to get to the root that created that, believe that experience. And then again, all that, like I said, all the five components of at a quantum level, or energetic level, or the emotional level, physical, and all that. And then boom, that's when you create the radical transformation. Right. And is that going all the way back to that first experience where it happened and, and reliving that and changing how you are, are remembering that experience? Or how do you get all the way back down, down to the so, root? To me, it depends. When I work with someone, it really depends. I, I personally, I ask my guidance. I ask my soul, right? Because when I'm facilitating, I'm really much is my higher self, my avatar self, my 12 dimensional self. Depending where the person is at, I go in at that, at that frequency, that the next frequency that they can receive it from. And so I ask, it, it could be the origin. And to me, the origin is not this lifetime, right? Or I, a lot of times I look for the, um, for the one, it could be that, or it could be the one that, that lifetime or the scene that created the most impact, that created the most trauma. Because like I said, we're repeating. Very, very few, I mean, I'm going to say one out of that, 100 people that I've seen, and I've seen hundreds, I'm going to say one out of 100, I've had one person that had, had disliked them. Yeah, I had like two, three that disliked them, right? Most people I go, we go back in time into another lifetime, into another planet, right? And so, but again, I'm looking for the one that really is creating the most impact that it created so much of that emotional energy, of that energy wound, right? That it keeps repeating, 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 no matter what. Because in my work, I go for authentic freedom, which to me is like, again, being free from all this programming, right? And then, um, and so, and like I said, that is created from other times, right? And so I, I look for that experience that created the most, that is interrupting um, that is creating that current reality that they don't want and is interrupting ultimately their creation. Because we're, to me, again, we're here to create our best life, to create the impact that we want, the new world, new best life, right? And so that's what I'm looking for in terms of the root. It could be the first, it could be the one that creates the most impact. So how do you, what's the process for you getting into this, the, their multidimensional self? I mean, does it just come naturally to you and you're just basically attuned to it? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. it really, it really, again, if there's a processes to me connecting, uh, I do like to listen what they're experiencing 
right? What is the current experience? Because like I said, it's like looking at the sky, right? Which one of all the stars, right? What is the current experience? And then I like to listen until I catch the pattern. Okay, I see the pattern here. And then I just tune in and then to find and then tune in. I go with my own guidance and then I check in with their own higher self, full dimensional self, right? Or whatever they are. And then I'm just, and sometimes, sometimes it's so dense that I just have to really go straight to source, right? It really depends. And, and again, my whole goal is to get to the root, to totally clear it. So my, when I work with people, it's about getting to that other life that they want, the radical transformation. And to the point where I work with someone and let's say they come for ABC, and when we are after a while, they work together. They are like, literally, they're like, what was it that we were working on? What they can't remember, right? It's so clean. It's so out of the system. They did, they don't recall what they came for, you know? True. And so that's to me, it's like, we, we, we got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a very interesting process. I'm, uh, you're the first I've spoke to that has this uh very multi-dimensional process that that just seems to happen naturally for you and, and oh yeah. that's incredible yeah. i love yeah. that yeah do you uh, as we get into kind of the shift in consciousness as we get into moving towards a higher you know a higher energetic state for humanity right mm -hmm. how do you see this going how do you see this transition uh is it kind of a linear process is it more of an exponential process um do you have any information do your guide share with you you know what this process looks like um i think i used to channel a lot for ascension um up until covid and then um i'm gonna share this last piece so during covid I remember I live here in Denver, okay? And during COVID, it, came, it became so bad. I remember there were marches and whatnot, and it was so bad. There were riots happening, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember even if through the start of COVID, I remember we went into prayer circles globally and whatnot, right? And I remember that year before, I had channeled a lot around Ascension and the timeline, what it looked like, right? So on what was happening and whatnot, what was coming. Up until then, there was a lot of like, I remember when, again, 10 years ago, I started to receive those, that, that information. It was like, okay, this is what the timeline looks like. And then literally three, four months into it, a different information came in. It's exponentializing. It doesn't look like anymore 300 years. Now it looks like 100 years. And then a few months later, it's like, it looks like we're into 50 and 80 year timeline. And I'm like, wow, this is like, <laughs> this is like interesting, like last news, right? And then when COVID happened, it was very interesting. Um, there were these timelines that it seemed like they were imminent, what is it, imminent, right? Imminent, they were, yeah. Right, they were going to happen, right? And then I was like, I was receiving information that we probably are going to have to get out of the city. We're going to have to like find places to be away. It's going to be really bad. And I was like, Okay, this is interesting. There was a lot of that and I could feel the energy, right? And so I remember tuning in and then I was like, so do I need to be concerned about it? And it was like this very yes. And then all of a sudden it came as, uh, this information that I've applied since 
what timeline do you want to be on? There are timelines where definitely riot happened. There are timelines where nuclear, that Putin put their nuclear bombs out. Yeah, that's that's been my experience, especially I would say over the last month, month and a half, is that the the main messages that have been coming through are that you are you are the one tuning into those timelines. So if you give them energy, if you give them power, then those are the timelines that you're going to experience. And if you give the you know the opposite of that the the ascension timeline mm -hmm. your energy then that's the timeline that you're going to experience so each we each get to choose each exactly. one of us there's eight exactly. eight billion people that get to choose which timeline do you want to experience in this lifetime and from my perspective and i'd love to hear your opinion on it you know we each kind of came here to experience this shift in consciousness from a different perspective so you know the the universe wants to experience this shift again assuming that we are the the physical aspects of the totality of this consciousness of the universe right we're the the experiential arm of that consciousness the universe wants to experience it from every different perspective that it can so some of us are here to experience it from the ascension timeline some of us are here to experience it from a neutral timeline some of us are here to experience it from you know that negative timeline where the world ends, you know, that that revelations uh, comes true or that the, the 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 end of times, the Mayan end of times is is the end of the world. And we each get to kind of choose and, and you get to assign the meaning to each one of those. You can assign. Uh, let's take revelations, for instance. You can assign it as this is the end of the world. You know, hell comes up onto the face of the earth and everything plunges down into the depths of hell or you can you can take the meaning as the world that we knew ends and a more beautiful world is blossomed into existence and you get to choose that that timeline you get to choose the the uh the timeline that you would like to experience and if you are if you've done the work if you're clean and clear you will have no problem deciding which one you want to tune into and which which timeline you are here to experience. And then you go and you live that timeline. And, and I think that is where we are at in humanity. It's how clean, how clear, how, how much of your soul and oversoul and even higher up into the you know eighth and ninth dimensional realities can you bring into this reality right now? And again if if enough of us make this jump make this ascension that that energetic wave will fluctuate all the way throughout the universe and it creates this this massive shift in consciousness not just here on the planet not just here in our solar system not even on our galaxy but throughout the entire universe exactly i i, I love what you said so there is two things right there that i want to touch in what you share um yes so to me, it's very fascinating because recently I've been um, working a lot with the archetypes of the old world, collapsing, collapsing them and bringing the new archetype. And the very specific ones that I've been working with recently is that the savior, the victim and the perpetrator, evolving them into the new world ones, okay? And um, of the creator, sovereign and lover, okay? And so I feel like, you know, I remember it was 2015 when I received the message, you are here, literally, from my angels, from my guys, you are here to help the LBA, the 8 billion people in the planet to ascend, to transform. And I was like, 
like, yes, I'm recast. And I'm like, how am I going to do this, right? And so I was on working a lot. I was creating a lot. And I was like, oh, my God, like, there was a lot of, like, this heaviness, right? Like, it's a lot of responsibility, right? And I knew I wasn't the only one, but I still to be able to touch the 8 billion with this particular view through me, right? So then with time, as the more I did the work, and this happens to, to everyone as we, we keep doing the work, then what it came is like, oh, you're not here for everyone. The planet doesn't really need saving. <laughs> There's nothing to save. It's just you're here for your own experience. You're here for your own creation. You're here. You decided to come here because you wanted to see a different planet and you wanted to contribute in the construction of the planet. I'm like, oh. And then even later on, it's like, okay, you know what, honey? It's just you're here to build your best life and do whatever you love the most. Oh, you know? So it's like a lot of that shedding of the old saving right like we're here to save the planet no there's nothing the, the planet's gonna do what it does regardless of what you do mm-hmm. right and so now it's like oh i'm here just because i really want to see a different life for me and as a ripple effect for those around me in the world that i'm in right and again not from this like oh my god it's this that world was in a bad place no it's just from a place of love right and so i feel like you know, I was saying, working with this architect, right? What I received a lot in the last few months is like, when we started to come in, before 2012, right? We came into this density, right? Of the world is going to chaos, right? Going down, and then we're here to save it. We all, all of the light workers came with that, that, I want to say that from that frequency, right? And so, which is again, that, Greed of the planet is like the the greed of victim, right? We are here possessed by the dark ones, the dark entities, the dark energies, the per- whatever the perpetrators, right? And we're we here. The humans are victims of this darkness, and we're coming here to save them, right? Every single whole thing with that frequency, right? That was that. And as we have been ascending, that frequency has been some shift, right? We're ascending, we're getting out of. But this is part of the work of like, okay, we need to collapse this within us, right? And then we remove this old architecture so like, oh, there's nothing to save. It's truly like, you don't feel it alone. I'm just here to create my best life, to just really be a sovereign being, right? And then in that space, it's like, you truly choose, okay, what timeline, right? And so we move from this space of like saving everyone to like, okay, we're just tired of this old matrix. It's just boring. Like, it's just boring to see always, even the movies, right? Always a hero that is serving the planet, that everybody is suffering. I'm like, I'm just mm-hmm. so bored. It's different characters, same story. Different characters, same story, right? And we start to, we're starting to see even in movies a little bit a different, a different um, writing, right? It was like, oh, no, it's just about, like, enjoying more life. It's about doing more what we love, right? And so that's to me that, that new timeline, right? The new world. Now, like to what you're saying, like in that shift, what has happened, I remember, I remember it was, I don't know, a couple of years after I received that. You're here for everyone to later on, like, you know what, honey? Like, actually not everyone is going to be safe. Some people are just going to stay in the density. And I was like, well, you know, it was like very shocking. And I, I went through a lot of grief and learning. 
but it's really realizing like we're sober beings. Every single soul here has the ability to choose and the power to choose, right? You get to choose. And this is why the more we talk about it, the more we do the transition. It is not about our doing that creates the shift. It is our being. It is about changing the frequency, right? To me, it's like the vibration is like, vibration to me is like emotion. We come and go. And just because sometimes we're sad doesn't mean that we're going to be aligning to a worse turbine because it truly comes down to our frequency, right? Shedding this old baggage, this old, the, the, like, the frequencies of the old archetypes, the, the frequencies of our programming, the more we shed that, that's when we do that shift in frequency, right? And then you can tell in your reality because all of a sudden you attract different things, right? From like, and I see it even with the people, the mentors that I see now, coaches that I see now, it was first, and I am right away, very aware. If someone says, I'm going to do this for you, I'm going to connect you, and I'm going to bring these things for you, to me, it's a no. Like, because right. I have my own channel, and I want someone that can show me what's inside me so I can attune better to my own frequency. But if someone is doing it for them, to me, it's like, that's a different frequency, right? I'm not in that game anymore, right? And so, again, it's like, that's to me, like, you can tell you're in a different frequency when, um, as you see different things showing up in your reality, relationships, work, like I said, even movies, the movies, the shows that I see now, I'm like, I, I can tell every time, oh, I just changed frequency. It's I, like, to me, it's very evident. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, I've experienced all of that. So first off, you know, I, I went through that whole, you're here to save the 8 billion people. And then it was, you're here to, um, you know, you're here to create a, a life that's worth living. And then it, eventually it's like, no, you're, you're here to have as much fun as you can and literally vibrate the frequency, the highest frequency that you possibly can and just enjoy what you're doing. Uh, so I went through all of those phases and I think that is a part of the process. And the more that people understand that it's just a part of the process and it's not, they're not stuck in this phase where, you know, they've got the weight of the world. They're, they're in their savior phase, right? They're, they're, you know, here to save the world. Um, which is probably, you know, that's, that's been in our energetic, you know, it's been a part of humans for so long. Like you said, it's just up, it's just a story that's been told over and over from, uh, pre-Egyptian times, you know, from, from, you know, back in chem, like this is, this is the process that we have to do. So that energy has been in, in a, the human form for so long that getting rid of that, you know, it takes some time. It's definitely a, a step-by-step -step process that you have to go through. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but you know, it can be a quick one awesome. if you're, if you're conscious of it and you're able to make that change quickly. Yeah. Um, but if you're unconscious of it, I mean, it, you, you almost have no chance at, at, making that shift because it's unconscious it's an unconscious program that's been inside of the human vessel for five thousand, eight thousand years. Like that's a difficult one. So yeah. And and then yeah, for me, when I started noticing my frequency was changing when I it, it was when I was watching TV shows that everybody said, Oh, well this is, you know, this is so so fitting for the evil that's in the world. And I saw such beauty in the in the storyline. And it was very interesting to see that um, in several different TV shows, you know, long TV shows. And it was like, yeah, this is what's wrong with the world. This is what's collapsing in the world. And and I actually saw the, the most beautiful storyline that, that, you know, basically each person gets to save themselves. Like you are your own savior. 
Um, and then as far as the healing goes, I think that's another story that we get to choose the meaning to. So in, in an ayahuasca journey, like I went in and I knew, okay, what ayahuasca is going to do is show me how to heal myself. Like I'm not being healed by ayahuasca. I'm not being healed by the shaman. I'm not being healed by anybody else in this circle. It's me doing the work. And that was very, very evident from the first time that I took it to the, to the last ceremony that I did. So that is, I think, uh, such a huge foundational change from when, you know, even the first time I thought that I, there was always this knowing that I need, I'm going to do ayahuasca. And I actually went down to Peru to do it in uh, Iquitos, a little bit outside of Iquitos. And I always knew that it was going to be. And, but what it, at that point in my life, it was always like ayahuasca is going to change me. It's going to make me the person that I need to become. And by the time I actually did it, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I didn't just hop on a plane and, and go down and do it the first time that I had that decision because I wasn't ready. I would have, I would have put all the, all the, uh, the onus on ayahuasca to do the work and none of it on me. And that's just fundamentally not the way that it works. All healing is done by yourself. The, the healer gives the frequency off for you to heal yourself, not the other way around. They're not giving you a frequency and healing you. They are giving you the frequency that allows you to heal yourself. And that is such a fundamental change from where I was even five or six months ago. And it's been just fascinating to see this, this evolution. And, and it's so uh, joyful to be in the presence and, and understand that this isn't, it's not just me. It's not just my journey. I mean, this is just, this is a journey that we're all on. Yeah. I love that you said that. I really, really, truly love it because to me it's so crucial when people come to me, it's like, I'm, I'm so mindful of that. Like to me, it's like, I am always, like I said, to me, such a dissonance, particularly, it really gives me the urge when, like, like when for me, right, someone is trying to do things for me and I'm like, no, thank you. Right. And, and when people come to me, it's like, yes, I, and this is why I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a guide. I'm a mentor, right? Mentor as of like, solo, I'm a mentor. I, I help everyone to connect to their higher self, to their soul. So they can do the work, right? And I, of course, I have very particular gifts to facilitate, right? The transformation. Whereas like to me is like they're receiving from their own soul. They're the team, the spiritual team is working with them, right? And because ultimately, again, is like you have the power to do this, right? I'm here to help you. And to me, I see a lot of my work is like, um, you know, like you have a house and let's say you see the kitchen, your kitchen is old from the fifties and you want to remodel, you're like, I'm ready. Right. And so I come in and we tear it down, we, we tear it down, we clear all that. And then it's like, okay, now what do you want? Right. And this is the space where like, we work with your soul. You're like, okay, I want to be this and this and be expect this and have this in my reality. Great. And then we start to download and it's like building the new kitchen to the modern times, to whatever you want. Right. Mm -hmm. So just, just very much like that. And to me, uh, it's, that's very, very precious and very important. Beautiful. Well, Magix, this was a beautiful conversation. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, if people want to work with you, what is the best way to get in contact with you or just see what your offerings are? Right. I have several. I mean, I have my my um, website, magixmahalel.com. 
right and uh, right now I'm launching I'm putting right there my offers I mean I I do single sessions I my preference is like six months because I can really walk the people through the journey right of that radical transformation they're looking whatever is that uh, to me it's around all creation what you want to create right it's not so much around healing because I feel like that's that first part of the equation is like, what do you want to create? What are you here to create in the world? And then we go around that. And so um, I have six months. I'm like I said, all that in my website. And you can also check me out on social media. I have a Facebook group that I come um, open to share things. And uh, my my Facebook group is uh, is for high achievers to create radical transformation. And I'm sure you're going to put the links, right? Or should I say the link? No, I'll have all the links yeah. in the in the show notes if if anybody's yeah. interested. And you can find me on social media. It's magics magics dot mahalal on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook magics mahalal and message me and just say hey, I would love to um, learn more how you can support me and yeah, we we'll get the conversation started. I mean, I have all kinds of things like I said. That's in the one on one space, and I also have a. Uh, group programs I've facilitated, uh, like recently I did that, this around the triangle edition, like I said, collapsing the archetypes, the old archetypes, and I have lots of good things coming up. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, Magix. It was, it was an absolutely wonderful conversation and I look forward to hopefully talking to you again at some point in the future. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you everyone for listening to this. Take care. You too. Thank you again for listening to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner. If you enjoyed the show, please follow the podcast, hit the bell to know when a new show comes out, share with a friend, and rate us on whatever platform you're tuning in from. It helps get these messages out to more people to create the collective shift in reality we are here to experience. Make sure you interact with the Q&A and poll sections of the show so I can continue to provide content you enjoy. Finally, Check out my website in the show notes to become a VIP of changing the channel and join the shift that is happening.